time for Christian Car Guy Theater. With today's episode, Grandpa's Gift. Whew, it's good to be back home. Mom, are, are you going to be okay? Yes, dear. Funerals are always hard. But it's good to know I'll see your grandpa again someday. You will? Oh, I see. You mean in heaven. Exactly. Your grandpa loved Jesus and trusted him. You know, Mom, it just occurred to me, this is one of those times when trusting Jesus really makes a difference, doesn't it? Exactly. <sighs> Still, I'll, I'll really miss Grandpa. He taught me so much about cars. I'll miss tinkering with him on that old willies of his. Oh, I almost forgot to tell you. Grandpa wanted you to have that Jeep. Come out on the porch. Your dad's pulling it into the driveway now. <laughs> well, I see Mom told you about this. Here's the key, son. I know your grandfather's smiling from ear to ear right now to share this joy of his life with you. Really? Really? How awesome a CJ2A! Grandpa CJ2A! CJ? What's a CJ? Uh, Mom, didn't Grandpa ever tell you? CJ stood for Citizen Jeep. These were the real deal of Willys. I can't believe it's a Willys. <laughs> Go ahead. You can park it in the side yard next to your Jeep. Whew. Man, oh man, this is the real deal. No power steering, a flathead four-cylinder engine, six-volt generator. It's my dream car. <laughs> it may be Jimmy's dream car, but it may turn to a nightmare when his girlfriend Allie gets a look at it. Frenchy Fender on Jimmy's first Jeep questioned the old Willys. Huh. Monsieur Pilot Rust, you are very old, you outdated, antiquated automobile. The old willies, Fender, responded. I'll have you know, young lady, we're your great-grandfather Jeep, a 1945 CJ-2A. We're a willies, something you young whippersnappers would know nothing about. Quel dommage! That decrepit body of yours is just about to fall apart. When was the last time you had a paint job? For your information, this is my original paint. Let me tell you, Frenchie, in my day, we willies saved the world, and this color I'll have you know is part of how we did it. Why, if it wasn't for us, Frenchie, you would still be nibbling on sauerkraut and wienerschnitzel. Ha! Well, I've got news for you, you old geezer. It is just histoire. Or, as you say, history. Well, au revoir, Miss High and Mighty. <sighs> it's funny. I don't feel all that old. Just a little around the hubs, and maybe I don't have the pickup I once did. I'll have to try out the CJ later. Dad, I, I need to go pick up Allie. Come on, come on, you got to start. I'll be late. Sammy Starter, this is no time to be laying down on the job. Bancroft Bonnet responded. Of course, the hood is called a bonnet in England. Why do you French always dither so? If Sammy could, he would start the motor car. Mosey Motor Oil lets off pressure. Yeah, Frenchie, hey, just hang loose. Sammy's the man, remember? Looks like I'll have to take the willies, Dad. Jimmy jumps over to the old Jeep of his grandfather. <laughs> Looks like the old timer is the right on time, hey, Frenchie? <laughs>
Jimmy heads for Allie's, where Allie is waiting on the porch when Jimmy arrives in the old Willie's. Ew, why are you driving that ratchet car? Did you find this at, like, the dump or something? Allie, this is a classic. My grandfather's pride and joy, a 1945 Willie CJ2A original everything, including paint. Whatevs. Don't even go there with me, Jimmy. Like, this thing gives me the willies. It's like so 2011. Maybe you should just take that back to the dump. Jimmy drives away totally dejected. He decides to go show old Nahum his treasure over at Nahum's garage. As Jimmy pulls up, not only is old Nahum there, but Pastor Jack as well. Look who's got the old willies, Pastor. I don't think there's a finer vehicle in Beaver County. Yeah, isn't she something? I just wish Allie thought so. I think she's about dumped me over this thing. She hates it, says it gives her the willies. And my other Jeep needs a new battery. I'm afraid I can't afford that. So I'm dateless on a Friday night. You know, Jimmy, seeing that willies reminds me of your grandfather's favorite verse. He always used to say, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Sounds familiar. Yeah, I guess. I sure need some kind of help, if not a miracle. Let's do it. Father, thank you for this amazing provision you've left Jimmy through the love of his grandfather, both for Jeeps and his grandson. We also thank you for this current difficulty, both in needing a battery and in Allie's disdain for the gift. We know that you are at work here and we seek your wisdom right now for Jimmy in this dilemma. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I do have this to offer for you, Jimmy. You need a battery, and I have one. But I also need some help around here. And I guess if your grandfather trusted you with that Jeep, then I reckon I can trust you with my customers. Just to get you going, I'll give you that battery as an advance. Just be here bright and early Saturday morning. Bring your tools. Really? Really? What a great prayer, Pastor. What a great prayer. Sure, Nahum, I love this shop. My dad even told me to come apply, but I never would have thought you really needed any help. Awesome. Jimmy made quick work of getting his new battery and leaving Nahum's garage. So Jimmy puts a call in to Allie. Hey, Allie, I just got a new battery for my Jeep. If it's okay, we can still make it to the after-game hangout at Pop's Malt Shop. Um, no. You're so annoying. Why would you think that I would ever actually be seen in that? <sighs> no, no, it's my regular Jeep Wrangler, the one you love. Well, I suppose the whole night may not be, like, totally ruined. Sure, why not? Jimmy headed out to his Jeep while his Jeep components were hard at it. Frenchy Fender ridiculed. Ha <laughs> monsieur, antique Jeep. It would appear Jimmy's new amour thinks you give her the willies. <laughs> Gracie Gastank teased. Frenchy, are you sure that Statue of Liberty really came from France? But of course. Why would you say such a thing? Cause there ain't no way that gal could do the can-can in that droopy old bathrobe she's wearing. Mosey Motor Oil gushed. Well, Frenchie, as far as Jimmy's so-called girlfriend, Allie, you both ought to go into the mirror cleaning business. You know, cause it's something you could really see yourself doing. Bancroft Bonnet added her two cents. I just understood why you French like snails. I hear you hate fast food. Jimmy makes quick work of the battery, and moments later, Allie and Jimmy were walking into Pop's malt shop. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! It's Austin Keebler! Austin Keebler! 
Like, we are breathing the same air as Austin Keebler. Come on, we have to go in there and see him. Little did Jimmy and Allie know, Pastor Jack had married the famous rock star's parents, and Austin had come to visit his old friend. Hey, Austin, here's the very friend I was talking about that has that old Willie she wanted to see. Jimmy, meet Austin, and this is Jimmy's girlfriend, Allie. Wow. Jimmy Pastor tells me you have a 1945 Willie CJ, almost original. Boy, would I love to see it. Oh, Austin, what an honor to meet you. I simply love everything you've ever done. Stay right here. We'll go get the, uh, Willie's, is it? Yes, like, it's an amazing vehicle. It shouldn't take a moment. We'll be right back. Come on, Jimmy. Before you go, Jimmy, let's give some thanks. What do you say? That's for sure, Pastor. No doubt God had a plan for all this. Father, once again, we stand amazed at your favor. Grandpa's gift to Jimmy and me was his favorite verse where you instructed us to give thanks for the everythings, even when they are a struggle at the time. You have our best waiting when we have faith in you. Thank you for Austin, my old dear friend, for his success and for Jimmy's amazing gift of love from his grandfather and all that now have a sense of its value. In Jesus' name, amen. And now, Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. Uh, Danny Dipstick here and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. Uh, I just said that, Danny. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Randy, so based on today's episode... Thanksgiving for everything. Does that mean we can have everything for Thanksgiving? Like steak and baked potato, not just turkey? Oh, I hate to say it, Daddy, but you're a dipstick. No, no, no. Thanksgiving means... It, it, it means to give thanks to God. Thanksgiving. Or if you're facing a problem you can't handle. It's all right here in the Bible. Look at Philippians 4, 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. Today's Christian Car Guy Theater, Grandpa's Gift, starred Alex Seals as Jimmy, Vanessa Orr as Mom, Brian Habicht as Dad and Randy Radiator, Anne Alt as Frenchie Fender, Chris Van Cleef as Willie's Fender and Austin Keebler, Roseanne Seals as Bancroft Bonnet, Mariah Dilmore as Allie, Pastor James Banks as Pastor Jack, Mystery Writer Ellen Kennedy played Gracie Gastank and wrote today's episode. Adapted, directed, and produced by The Christian Car Guy. And now, The Christian Car Guy show live to you from the Middle Eastern Christian Festival in Cartersville, North Carolina. Yes, we are live today from the Middle Eastern Christian Festival out here at 1292 Wicker Road in Cartersville, North Carolina. If you happen to be in this area, of course, if you're in Washington today, you probably wouldn't make it out here. <laughs> but, but nonetheless, we're excited because we've got Bob from 109 You Pull It, and I'm sitting across from Kaleem, who's got some insights into what's going on in ISIS controlled areas. But 
Bob, we had some kebab a minute ago, and it was like very appropriate for Bob to eat kebab. <laughs> it is a kebab kind of morning, and uh, it was just extremely awesome. The food here is just outstanding, and uh, great people, just smiling faces everywhere. It's just a great day to be out. And, and one of the cool things about it, if you can make that out here or even to understand it, we're going to get insight from it throughout the show today, is that if you look at these tents, you're going to see Israel is sitting right next to Iran, which is sitting right next to Egypt, which is, you know, over here is Jordan and all these things. And Kareem, this is one of the neat things. It's a Christian feast we see every year out here. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, it's a testimony to the picture we see in Revelation 22. You know, God works from the end not from the beginning. He says, I declare things before they happen. This is a small image of how the story wraps up in eternity. And the cool thing is, Kaleem has some insight. Well, I asked him before the show today if he would glean, you know, what he thinks, if having driven in the Middle East would be advice for American drivers that, you know, he knew what they know by driving over there in the Middle East, and he's going to share that coming up in a minute. Bob, and our appraisal by The Real Black Book, we're going to talk about a fascinating question I've thought about a lot in my life is why God no kill devil? If you ever uh, read Robinson Crusoe, you may be familiar with the story. Friday was a man that was on, was abandoned, and, and uh, he was teaching him about God. And, and that Friday, in his native accent, just said, well, why God no kill devil? Mm. And if that's a question, you're going to enjoy our appraisal by The Real Black Book coming up at the end of the show. And again, because it's a Christian Car Guy show, we're going to play Name That Noise. And even though we're out here live, you can call in today at 866-348-7884. Alex, let's play. It's time to play Define That Defect. Resolve that roar. Trace that tick. Highlight that hubbub. Name that noise. Chronicle that clatter. All right, we are going to name that noise today. You call us. If you're the winner, you're going to win something cool. I'm going to tell you about that in a second. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. 866-34-TRUTH. If you can name this noise. Play that one more time, Alex, because I can tell that they're, they're sitting there thinking, what was that? One more time here. What's that noise? And if you can, it's an appropriate name, noise for right now out here. Actually, Bob, <laughs> if you could call. Absolutely. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Alex, tell them what they'll win. They could win Stu Epperson's book, Last Words of Jesus, or the accompanying CD. All right, speaking of the last words of Jesus, we have five CDs to give away to the first five listeners who make their way out there to the Middle Eastern Christian Festival. We're going to be here actually till noon. We're going to be doing Kingdom Pursuits Christian Car Guys, so come join us. If you're one of our listeners, we have the first five that, that come up are going to get the last words of Jesus. CD, which is absolutely amazing, music by Richard Kingsmore, and uh, we play it often as, as music here on the Christian Car Guys show. The subject at hand Kareem, what, from what I understand, you were, had a lady from, was it Iran, share with Iraq. you? Iraq. 
share with you something that really our listeners may not be getting the whole story on what's going on in these ISIS control areas. Can you share that story with us? Yeah, sure, Robbie. I mean, um, this lady who will remain nameless, uh, I would put her on if it weren't for the accent and the English, but um, she grew up in the northern part of Iraq. Uh, her, her husband, and her one son. As things began to break out uh, in Iraq, and you know, just in fighting between Shiites and and uh, and uh, Sunnis and Christians getting caught in the crossfire, they decided they had to get out. They got out, got to the U.S., settled in. Her husband actually helped with translation for the U.S. Army for a while in Iraq, and then they permanently and she planted right here in the Triad in um, the Kernersville, North Carolina area. She came in very distressed um, a few a few months ago, and uh, she said, "Please pray for me, as, you know, to all of us." And we said, "Why?" Passed away, who has two uh, two girls, uh, and um, ISIS had taken over the town they were in, and uh, they had gone door to door unmarked with paint the Christian homes. Then they would come and show up later and said, okay, here's the rules. You are now under an Islamic caliphate. You, as a Christian, get a f- couple of options. Number one, you leave the land immediately. Number two, you can stay, be given but you have to give us a massive amount of money. Number three, you can convert to Islam and deny Jesus. Number four, you can die. Pick an option. Multiple choice. And she scrambled. She basically had to whip together everything that she owned um, to pay, to buy time, not to be forced to deny Christ or to be executed until she figured out how she's going to escape the country. Um, So that's what had her distressed. And that's the real story on the streets. I mean, it's unfathomable in the U.S. But this is happening in our world today. Yeah. And and so... For our listeners, it's nice to know how to pray yep. that there's persecution like we haven't seen since World War II, obviously, uh, and this time Christians, not just the Jews. And, of course, if you're a Jew, I'd hate to even think what ISIS did for you. So we got a lot to, to keep up with. We're going to find out what's that Middle Eastern Christian tip to drive. we got to hear from you. Uh, you. You can't name that noise on a today like today, 866-348-7884. You can call in and win, 866-348-7884. Name that noise. When the devil finished, Johnny said, Well, you're pretty good, old son. But sit down in that chair right there and let me show you how it's done. Fire on the mountain, run, boys, run. The devil's in the house of the rising sun. Chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough. Granny, does your dog bite? No child, no. Why, God, no kill devil. That's what we're talking about today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Of course, we still got a name that noise game to play. And we've got some Middle East driving tips that we're going to hear. And Bob's got a shit. Can't wait for that. And what's the what was that that we ate? The 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 beef? Kufta. Kufta. Oh Kufta. my soul. If you want to eat, oh wow, you gotta come out here and join us. Awesome we're at stuff. the Middle Eastern Christian Festival. There's only one Kufta, and they've they've got it out here. You've got to try it. But we want to remind you that this is a Christian Car Guys show. 
Our website is christiancarguy.com. There you're going to find Why God No Kills Devil. I wrote some stuff there today. You'll, you'll see the uh, Christian Car Guy Theater episode where you can play it in its entirety and actually hear the very end of what Danny Dipstick had to say because it got cut off there a little bit of a technical that, glitch. That very awesome episode, my friend. Very awesome episode. How many times do we judge uh, form our opinions about something on, on a, based on somebody else's opinion <laughs> <laughs> and the way the young girl changed, changed her mind when the superstar said that Jeep was cool, it just made it clear to her that, you know, she might not know what she was talking about. Wasn't that fun? Yes, sir. That was, and believe me, it's amazing to me, all the actor, the wonderful talent God has sent me for Christian Car Guy Theater. Those actors, there are actually four Hollywood actors in that in that series, and, and along with all the other actors, it's, it's just more than amazing what God has done in the way of sending us ta- talent. But we want to play Name That Noise, so... Before we, we we're going to go to George here in Louisville, Kentucky. And George, before we ask you to name that noise in Kentucky, that's going to be fun. Can you first, Alex? Can you play it one more time so George can have a, a fair shot at this? Name that noise. <laughs> okay. Are you there? And we're there. There's a two-second uh, delay because we're out here in Kernersville, but. Oh, okay. It, it, it sounds like an old what you... sawmill kind of thing. An old sawmill with this. Now, there's interesting. Nobody's ever lost on Name That Noise, and you've challenged Robbie to a new level. So I'm thinking that perhaps in the background, Bob, we don't know because we weren't there when this was recorded, that there was an old sawmill back there. So I'm going to say you're exactly right. However. <laughs> There's an automobile noise that's involved in that as well. Everyone's going to try to do that. So, George, thank you that for playing. Great. We're going to go to Craig is in Midway, North Carolina. Craig, can you name that noise? It's a, a ratchet putting on uh, lug nuts. A ratchet putting on lug nuts. There again, I wasn't there when this recorded, so perhaps, just perhaps, while that was happening, there was somebody behind the car that i didn't see that was a ratchet putting on luck do you think bob possibly it's possible it could be happening all things are possible (laughs) great answer craig i bet it sounds just like that too by the way god bless you i'm thank you for playing and we have keith who's in winston-salem keith can you name that noise well um it to me i don't know if i'm hearing it correctly but sounds like a puppy dog growling playing with a squeaky toy growling and then biting a squeaky toy (laughs) (laughs) well you've challenged me again because it's actually an automotive noise that 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 you're hearing there that might have something to do if you were in winston-salem if you were in kernersville with us right now you might be experiencing that noise but we're going to say you you're exactly right because that puppy dog thing might have been in the seat and i just wasn't aware of it when they recorded it you know so, yeah. <laughs> bless you, Keith. I appreciate you calling. You see, we still, you can win today, and you can call in and name that noise, perhaps. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. I actually have something we can learn about how to fix that noise if your car makes it. And my wife's car, every once in a while, I'll do this, and it is very annoying. Alex, play it one more time. Yes, that is one of those noises that really get you. And we got some callers calling in. But before we get to that, Kaleem, we had promised him that to, what 
piece of information. You've driven in each. What, what Middle Eastern countries have you driven? I've uh, driven in Sudan. I've driven in Lebanon. And I've driven a little bit in Egypt. And so what would you glean from that experience that our American drivers need to know? So, you know, we talk in the U.S. about defensive driving. <laughs> I don't think you have a clue what defensive driving is until you're put on the road with five times the cars that the street should be handling, where traffic lights are just a recommendation. <laughs> where you might uh, want to stop. <laughs> sounds like my experience in New York City. <laughs> yeah, but only take New York City, triple the cars, and wow. add a lot of creative driving involved. We had the big idea of going through the tunnel. We were dropping a young man off on our mission trip at the airport. I said, we're so close. I've got to go to New York City. And we went through the Holland Tunnel oh, yeah. and just went around the block. And it took two hours to go around the block and get back in the tunnel and go back home. <laughs> I was there recently, I understand. So, I mean, imagine people wow. using pavements, doing wheelies on pavements. Imagine people basically piling up a traffic lights where see who's he's, we're gonna play chicken here who's gonna go right and uh so if you want to learn defensive driving spend a week in the middle east driving and you will know all you need to of know. all the countries that you said sudan and e which, which 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 was the most difficult cairo. cairo cairo egypt is insane all right well there you go well, we have anita is actually in silverdale washington and she's ready to play name that noise anita you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Anita, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, you hey, got it. Congratulations. Well, I guess in, in that area of Washington, you use your windshield wipers quite often, don't you? Yes. I, I've heard that you guys are in a drought, though, and not getting as much rain as you have been getting. Right, so maybe that noise is on a dry win uh, windshield. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded a little dry to me. Now, actually, and, and this is a good example of, of some of the neat things that you can learn at ChristianCarGuy.com. A lot of people don't realize that there's a lot of gimmicks that they'll tell you, well, you need to put alcohol in your blades, or they tell you you need to wash your windshield with vinegar, and all that's uh, some smoke and mirrors, to, to say the least, because what actually happens is your windshield wiper acts like a squeegee and it's supposed to slide one way when it's coming down the windshield and another way when it comes back and the angle of the wiper arm is nominally critical to that and as the car gets older that wiper arm actually bends a little bit and if you really if you can go to the christiancarguy.com and study the video it shows how to take a simple adjustable crescent wrench and bend your wiper blade just barely enough to get the proper seal on the windshield and with that in the right angle, you lose the noise, and it has nothing to do with your windshield wiper blades being worn out or necessarily because actually they're, they're sort of chattering across because they're not getting the proper angle to be the squeegee that they were designed to be. So, Anita, thank you for listening. God bless you. I appreciate you listening out there in Washington today. <laughs> thank you. God bless you. Well, too. that was a great, okay. that well, was a great answer. It was a great answer, and, and, you know, it's kind of fun to play Name That Noise because those noises, you know, you just don't know what they are until you – but we still have some other players, so we don't want to leave anybody that didn't feel like they got a chance. We have – I guess it's Hemo. Hello? Hemo, are you there? Yes, yes I'm here. Yes, you're on the show. What were you hearing? 
Excuse me? Were you hearing oh, windshield hear? wipers? I, I, I yeah, heard, what were you yeah, hearing? I was hearing windshield wipers uh, screeching kind of semi-dry across the windshield the uh, window. Oh, you you have a very good ear. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. God bless you. Thank you for playing. You're exactly right. Well, again, we want to tell you that today we are out here at the Middle Eastern Christian Festival at 1292 Wicker Road in Kernersville. We're going to be here till noon, but this is going to go on for two days. they got a big concert coming up at 3 o'clock, right, yep. Kelly? Absolutely. And one of the neat things is all these tables with all these people from different parts of the Middle East. And, and it's a big thing to get the Christian face in the Middle East because when we see Middle Eastern stuff, you see all this stuff, Bob, well, you don't think about the Christians that are there. You think about the Muslims, right? Sure. But it's not sure. the face that you see here at all, is it? No, I mean, I, I, but I think, you know, we have this image that Middle East Arab equals Muslim. And I think that's statistically correct. You know, the Middle East is over 90% Muslim. But there is a constituent, and uh, their voice is often lost except for we're here representing that constituent, that there is a strong and live Christian voice in the Middle East. Yeah, and we were there first. In fact, the Jews were there before us, but, the, you know, the, we, it's been going on for a lot of time, long, yes. long years. And what are some of the other things that, that you feel like people could glean from making their way out to Kernersville today? You know, I, I mean, I think there's a lot of things you can glean. Um, well, I refer to Revelation 22, and I don't know how many people know what I mean by that. It's the end times, right? Uh, every tongue, tribe, and nation. So if you want to see that enemies can love one another, come to the festival. Oh, there's dancing, there's music, there's food, there's kebab, and there's <laughs> Kota. Bob. Kota. Come join us. Now you may be wondering what that is, but that is actually the 118th Psalm being sung in the original Davidic, what they feel like was the music. And I, I, I found that on YouTube, and it is more than glorious to listen to because it is, it is one of the Hallels, it is one of the Psalms that, that possibly they sang on the way out to the Garden of Gethsemane. And if you want a real treat, um, get the Hebrew of that and then listen to that in the original language. And, and it, it's just amazing. But that's what, when I said that they were in the Middle East originally, that's, that was the, what they were singing and how they were singing it. And so the cool thing is if you make your way out to the Middle Eastern Christian Festival at 1298-2 Wicker Road in Kernersville, you can come join us or you can hear some of them tuning up back there. There's going to be all kind of music and dancing, and there's bouncy houses, and there's sort of a bizarre thing out here, and the food. Oh, Bob. And food. The kebabs. <laughs> They're all that stuff. And so you can come join us for the Christian today. We are enjoying having all these folks with us. But we're going to move into our appraisal by the Oh, I should, before I go there, we had a listener call in and he had such an answer for name that noise we've got to give him the, uh what do you call it kudos like, kudos we got to say this was this was the honorable mention as a great answer that he felt like that was the three stooges snoring <laughs> and <laughs> it really works i, I think it, really, it works for me that's got i can visualize that <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he saw us during the break on Periscope because 
<laughs> and the Three Stooges snoring. <laughs> right? Because I would point out that we are now on Periscope and Twitter and Facebook and all those places. So if you ever wanted to watch what's going on actually out here at the Arabic Christian Festival and the Christian Car Guy Show, you can go on Periscope and watch it. So moving on to appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure. Crowd for discernment. Our voice for understanding. I'm so ma- glad that we have Kaleem with us here because I'm interested in his insight. Because in Daniel Defoe's classic, Robinson Crusoe, the native on the island Robinson Crusoe landed on, whose name was Friday, asked one of the most penetrating questions in my mind that I think of all the time. And it's, it's a simple enough question, but why God no kill devil? I pondered that more times than I can think about. And this week I've been reading the uh, Christian in Complete Armor by William Gurnall. He was wrote this thing like in the 1640s, and these guys had some phenomenal insight, if you can get through the King James English, Bob. But anyway, I made some notes, and I said, here are some of the things that William Gurnall pointed out as to why God no kill devil. One reason is because God makes a spectacle of the devil in the midst of revealing his truth and his love. So really, if you look at the whole book of Job, (laughs) as many other accounts of beguiled saints, it reveals like Job would never have known how much God loved him or been able to see the glory of God in the way that he would have if Satan hadn't come and attacked him the way that he did. And so if you look at your own life, perhaps you've seen that too, how God's truth came to you. You realized a lie that you were in bondage to because of Satan attempting to get you down but god's wisdom usually makes a fool in fact it always makes a fool out of satan because if you think about it the beginning of wisdom is is wisdom i mean the beginning of knowledge is the fear of the lord which is wisdom well satan he can't have wisdom so the second one which i think is absolutely spectacular is god reveals his glory reflected by his image bearing saints and you can do that through the point of satan's attack you see every saint reflects a unique part of god's glory Satan prowls around looking for any saint who dares to stand up and show off. You've experienced that, haven't you, Bob? Yes. And as soon as he does, Satan's kind of like whack-a-mole, right? He sees God's reflection coming out of a foxhole right over there, and he's going to come over there and whack him. And you don't have to look far to find that because you ask any beautiful woman if she's been attacked about her beauty. Ask any great musician if he was attacked about how he played music or public speakers if they were attacked in that way or writers. You see... That actually, by sitting there and, and analyzing Satan's attacks on your life, gives you some idea of where you reflect God. See, I'm sitting next to Howard Bryan, and I know Howard Bryan has this amazing singing voice, but often he doesn't share that because he feels like, well, it's just nothing. Because Satan's been telling him his whole life, you, you've got to stay down. You can't show off like that. You know, that's the deal. That's, that's one of the ways that we can see God's being reflected. But another one of the coolest ones that William Gurnall shared this, and he shared this in the 1600s when he would have no idea about what anti-venom was. But he said that God uses the scorpion's own flesh to create what would be an anti-venom that we can use to share with an inflicted, inflicted wound. So if you think about how Satan has attacked you, and you compare that to first, excuse me, 2 Corinthians 1, where... Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of all mercies and all comfort, who comforts us in affliction with able to comfort us in the ways that any affliction with the comfort which we ourselves were comforted. In other words, this man in the 1600s, long before anybody had antibiotics or any venom, realized the concept that if you inject 
a snake's venom into a horse that it will make antivenom. And you can share that antivenom to cure people that have been bitten by a snake. Well, the same works with the things that, that, that Satan has bit you with, right, Bob? Uh, Satan has attacked me. He was fire at my business. And, uh, you know, it didn't take long to realize that we can make a real positive thing. Although we had lost all our buildings and warehouses and a lot of our inventory and everything, we were able to make a real positive uh, comeback and uh, now awesome building and you know we're in a much better place than we could have ever been in the old building and it was just something where you know it happened and and we just used it and made god used it to make me stronger if somebody if somebody came to you and their business had just burned would you have some anti-venom for them Oh, amen. Amen. Yes, sir. I, I, I have a or even a plethora of uh, or even more difficult and more if somebody came to you and they just lost a child. Yes, sir. That's uh, where I was. Some... That's where I was headed. And uh, that was the toughest thing I'd ever been through. And uh, but I speak to people almost daily about that and people that have lost lost someone or. I have friends call me and say, hey, so-and-so lost their son or, or they lost their daughter, and uh, would you give them a call? And, and I'm more than happy to. You know, it's not an easy thing, but the fact that I know where he is and whose he is and uh, that he wouldn't come back, if, even if I could wish him out of heaven, which I wouldn't, it's hard not to. I miss him. I love him. I, I, I love to hold his hug his neck right now and hold his hand and share some things with him here but he wouldn't come back you know even if i if i could wish him here he would not come back he'd be like dad i'm good <laughs> you know i'll well, see you when the you other get thing here. That, that you shared years ago about your own addictions and things that i said one of the most remarkable quotes of all time i quoted all the time because it was so good was you said that what i thought go ahead finish it for us what I thought disqualified me, qualified me from working with youth and serving the Lord and, and giving my gifts to other people, uh, the things I'd done in my past, I thought they disqualified me. And then God just slapped me in the head one day and, and made me realize that what I thought disqualified me uniquely qualified me. Mm-hmm. Who better to speak with young people about all the mistakes in life that than somebody that made all the mistakes and tripped over every stone and stumbled over every obstacle in the road. And I just had unique gifts to share with young people that, that somebody that had never walked that path could ever share. And uh, Well, Pastor Clean Morgan, last word. Now that you've been listening, go ahead. It's wonderful. I mean, I think this is the glory of our God. He brings life from death. He brings light into darkness he takes brokenness and makes it strength it's amazing yeah. Amen. And so Amen. something to ponder why god no kill devil something to pray about this week in your own life where and anti venom might you be able to share what points of attack might you be able to see god's glory actually rising in you so we thank you for listening to christian car guy join the website at christiancarguy.com thanks for listening